The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Our weekday podcast is brought to you by ComBank, committed to being a better bank. Find out more at combank.com.au forward slash better. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Larissa Moore, filling in for Kate Watson. It's Thursday, the 29th of August. In your Squiz today, the opioid crisis in America hits the courts. The William Tyrrell inquest continues. Bracing for bushfires and good news for red wine drinkers. This is your Squiz Today. In a landmark ruling on Tuesday, the state of Oklahoma found drug manufacturer Johnson & Johnson liable for fueling the state's opioid epidemic. They were ordered to pay the state $850 million Australian million for misrepresenting the dangers of drugs like oxycodone and fentanyl. While Johnson & Johnson is expected to appeal the decision, another pharmacy company, Purdue Pharma, who manufacture OxyContin, have waved the white flag, so to say. Yes, and in big news yesterday, it seems that they're negotiating a multi-billion dollar settlement with a lot of US local and state governments over its part in the prescription opioid crisis. Remember, we're not talking about some sort of illegal black market here. We're talking about the kind of drugs that uh, patients are getting uh, prescribed to them by their doctors. And when you start to unpick this a little bit, what uh, is told is a story of these drug companies pushing very heavily onto doctors, uh, but also remember in the US uh, you can advertise drugs, uh, suggesting to patients that these sorts of painkillers are appropriate for them to take. US government figures have the opioid crisis killing more than 120 people a day. In Australia, recent figures show that accidental drug overdoses have tripled in the last 12 years, with opioids being responsible for more than half of those. The UK's new PM, Boris Johnson, has asked the Queen to suspend Parliament ahead of the Brexit deadline. And she's agreed to that. So that's, uh, of course, been quite controversial in the last few hours in the UK. Uh, people are calling Boris Johnson a tin pot dictator. Uh, the House of Commons Speaker, John Burko, said that it's a constitutional outrage. Of course, what Johnson's critics are saying is that he's very cynically moving to limit the amount of time that MPs have uh, while Parliament is sitting to block uh, a no-deal exit from the European Union. They'll only have two and a half weeks for that debate to happen before that October 31 deadline. And a few days uh, coming up next week and potentially the week after. But yes, certainly there were more. There was more time uh, in between that and, and that's what they're arguing about. We're into the fourth and final week of the inquest into the disappearance of toddler William Tyrrell. It's a possible sighting by neighbour Ronald Chapman that's making news. Evidence given earlier um, by police at that inquest uh, mentioned that there was a local um, who could have seen little William Tyrrell being driven away from Kendall. But uh, that witness actually was before the inquest yesterday. Ronald Chapman is, is his name. He didn't go forward to police to tell them exactly what he'd seen because he'd heard through the media just after William's disappearance that police would be door knocking residents and they never turned up. So that uh, disappearance, of course, happened in 2014. Uh, and Ronald Chapman wasn't interviewed by police until 2017. So that no doubt will be a focus of, um, of some inquiry after this inquest. 
We've previously spoken on the podcast about the inquiry into Crown Resorts over allegations of money laundering and favourable visa treatment for Chinese high rollers. That inquiry is now potentially jeopardising a deal for by Melco Resorts to purchase a stake in Crown Resorts. Yeah, so the big inquiry is the New South Wales Gaming Regulator and uh, that process is just about to kick off their releasing terms of reference reports, say, uh, this week and then of course it'll have some way to run. Uh, but Melco, uh, which in May had agreed to buy a 20% slab of Crown Resorts, uh, it's already had 10% transferred to it. The uh, additional 10% is now on ice. Uh, it's going to wait until after that inquiry until it goes forward with that purchase. The 2019 bushfire outlook has just been released and we're in for a very hot, dry and fire-prone summer. Yeah, no surprises with that, is it? It seems like last summer and the summer before that on rerun, what officials are saying though is that residents particularly who are close to the bush and uh, in those sort of areas that they really need to get their bushfire preparations under control, they need to do it now. And I like the key message, which is that thinking about a plan is not a plan. So uh, they've been told to get on with it. Costco has had its first day of trading in China. Um, If you don't like the look of crowds, this is probably not a scene for you. Oh man, it is not. But the pictures are just extraordinary. Uh, The first Costco store opened in Shanghai. Um, The crowds um, even forced the retailer to close hours early uh, and advise shoppers that they should avoid actually coming to the store. Um, People were waiting apparently for more than two hours to get to a checkout, um, to get a car park anywhere in the vicinity of the store. It was taking people three hours. So, yeah, an incredible launch for Costco there. We think the Boxing Day sales are bad. Oh, man, yeah. In some great news for my evening routine, red wine is good for your gut health. (laughs) And look, it's another study. I know we seem to oscillate in studies, whether it's good for you or bad for you or good for you or bad for you. This one says that it's good in very um, moderated uh, levels. But look, let's just leave that as the final word on the matter, I reckon. A quick message now from our podcast sponsor, ComBank. Combank have launched a new personalized app and it has some pretty cool features. If you're anything like me, it can be pretty hard to keep up with current subscriptions, what you use and what you don't use. One of the great things about the Combank app is its regular payments feature. So it'll give you a list of the regular payments coming out of your accounts each month so you can make sure you're using what you're paying for and cancelling what you aren't. So to find out more about that, visit combank.com.au forward slash better. Our three-minute squiz this week, Claire, is a really great read with Sally Branson Dalwood. She's a former political staffer turned entrepreneur and very busy mum of two. Yeah, she has two kids under three. Um, She's on the radio quite a bit in Melbourne uh, and, of course, with launching uh, a new business and and she's very involved with her husband's online cake business. just exhausted thinking about it. So it's it's a really great read about how she gets things done. She's got some great advice for handling the busyness of life when it seems a bit overwhelming. So definitely head to the email and check that out. What's the subject line today, Claire? 
So with the UK Parliament suspended, um, Kyla Manane suspended and the Crown deal suspended, I've gone with a line from a song from Xanadu with Olivia Newton-John. It's uh, suspend me in time. I see what you've done there. <laughs> Can't hurt starting the day with a bit of Olivia Newton-John. Yeah, absolutely. As we've mentioned, the first episode of Squiz Shortcuts is out. Our new podcast is designed to give you the context and backstory to events, people of note or big news stories. Our first episode is on Hong Kong, so make sure you check that out. You can find that in your podcasting app by searching for Squiz Shortcuts. And on that note, have a great day, everyone, and we will talk to you tomorrow. The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesquiz.com.au.